I'm SNPs editor Michael McConnell. Welcome to the SNPs podcast. The Spiral Duct Manufacturers Association recently held its annual conference in Portland, Oregon. For this month's podcast, I thought I'd catch up with current association president Robin Stigall and find out just what this group is up to and why it believes Spiral Duct really is the HVAC product of the future. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Good morning, Robin. How are you? I'm good, Mike. I hope you are as well. I am. Uh, our, our summer or spring has finally started here in, uh, in the SNPs offices. We're actually getting up into the 80s this week, so we're very excited. We've had a cold spring. How, is, uh, how have things been down in, uh, you're in the Carolinas, right? I am. I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina, and like you, it's heating up quick, and that's not just with the temperatures, that's <laughs> with business and deliveries and uh, expectations by our customers, but, uh, you know, that's what we look forward to all year long, so um Good time to, to build buildings, no doubt about it. Well, well very, very good. I was uh, introducing you. I, I mentioned, of course, you're the, you're the current president of the Spiral Duct Manufacturers Association, but you, you have another job that you uh, you do year-round full-time, and, and could you just briefly tell us what, what your involvement is in the HVAC uh, sheet metal industry? I am. I'm the sales manager for Hamlin Sheet Metal. I've been selling duct all my life, been with the Hamlin companies uh, about 20 years now and um, our business has grown and uh, we work with manufacturers representatives across the eastern part of the United States and um, sell both spiral as well as rectangular duct and industrial welded duct and um, pretty much if it's made out of metal we think we can fabricate it so uh, it's uh, it's been a good a good career I told the Spida group um, I started in this industry when I was 16 years old I've never done anything but sell spiral it's not exactly what a, a young girl in North Carolina grows up with the aspirations of doing, but uh, it was certainly one of those things where I was at the right place at the right time, and it worked for some very intelligent folks who have um, have taught me and um, threw me out there to, to sink or swim, and uh, with that has come much success, and for that I'm grateful. I, I, I wasn't going to talk about it for this podcast, but maybe in a future one or, or for an article I should talk to you sometime because uh, there's still not a heck of a lot of females in the industry, and, and you're one of the handful that I know. Yeah. As long as you don't get into how old I am, Mike, we'll be fine with any kind of interview you want to do like that. Okay. Yeah, it is, it is changing. I, uh, again, even just in the spider group, um, I've been attending these meetings um, since their inception, and I know the first few years that I would go to them, I was the only female in the room, and you know, now um, we, we it's probably more of a 20% female, but um, you know, we have females who are involved in the manufacturing, people who are involved in the sales, and the um, providing the, the insulations, or the metals, or the glue, and the other parts that go into making the spiral duct product, so, and certainly in our engineering community, there's a lot of females, and uh and, um, you know, I'm I'm all for just doing a good job. It really doesn't matter to me if you're male or female, but it is good to see uh, women taking taking lead roles in these organizations. Yeah, I, uh, there's a, a Chicago-based uh, group called Windy City, Windy City Women in HVAC, and the majority of the members are engineers. 
They're, uh, they're, okay. H- they're HVAC engineers, and there's some, some contractors, uh, sheet metal workers in there too, but the majority of, of the members are, are engineers. So that is Very definitely good. something that's changing. Um, so we've mentioned Spida a few times now. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Spiral Talk Manufacturers Association, what that's all about, and, and why it's important to you and the rest of the, the members? Yeah, uh, Spira was created about 35 years ago now, Mike. Um, you know, Spiral Duck was just cooking on the scene. Um, the, the, there was two or three duck manufacturers, as well as the uh, company who was selling spiral machines in the United States at that time. I think there was only one. You know, now everybody has more competition. But um, they got together on, you know, how they could best promote the use of Spiral Duck, uh, getting the engineers to to look at it more closely, seeing all the values in that. And from what that core group of maybe four or five companies, you know, has grown to now well over 100 companies. And um, we've communicated not only to our engineers and our contractors the value in using spiral duct, but we've always also worked among ourselves to make our product the best it could be, improving the tolerances, uh, making sure that we're meeting steel class expectations and you know I, I feel like we hold spite of members to a higher standard than um, you know just buying a machine doesn't necessarily make you a quality manufacturer uh, there's a whole lot that goes into it and uh, as members of spida you know we, we have those roundtable discussions and we talk about things that we're seeing in our workplace uh, on our shop floors in our estimating systems with our customers in our shipping you know just every phase of the, um, the spiral duct industry, uh, what we can do to, to make it better so that, again, we can promote more products and, um, you know, make a little bit of money at the end of the day while still providing the customer the best value that, that he can get for his money. Have you, have you, uh, do you believe you've had some success raising the profile of, of uh, spiral duct? I know you've uh, worked with us for a long time on a, on a special section, so thank you for that that we do with you guys every year. But have you had some success in, in getting in the engineering community as well as contractors to know that there is spiral duct out here and it's a better, it's a better solution in a lot of situations? SNPs has certainly been um, a good partner in helping get the word out. Um, you know, we're making a new focus. Um, on the engineering community, so many times, you know, I think in the past we've expected each of each of the manufacturers, Hamlin being one, and the other manufacturers that are members of Spida, we've counted on them doing their own job with the engineers in their market or through their representatives in their market. Um, Spida, through some testing we've done, some white papers that we've written, you know, we are reaching out more to the engineering community, and we'll be even doing that more so uh, in January, and we'll talk a little bit about that later, but uh, we've certainly gotten more attention of SMACNA and of ASHRAE uh, due to the flat oval testing that we've done. Uh, they're finding that information valuable. They want to include it in their mixed up construction standards, and, you know, um, it's hard to get around to doing everything um, that needs to be done to, to increase this industry, but, you know, SPIDA has certainly spent a lot of time, a lot of money and providing some good information, and, um, you know, SMACNA is just all over it, uh, anxious to get that published. What that will do, Mike, excuse me, what that will do is open the door. Right now, everything in the SMACNA catalog limits you to a certain gauge for a flat oval duck. Um, if it's 24 by 10 flat oval, it's to always be made 
a certain gauge, regardless of it, if it's in a one-inch water gauge system or a 10-inch water gauge system. You know, the difference is where you reinforce it. And even that has been misleading because in the current SMACNA manuals, you have to go back to the rectangular duct standards. With that, you know, there's confusion. Are you talking about the overall major dimension or are you just talking about the flat span? And, you know, that's hard to communicate to, to your contracting community, uh, certainly to the folks in the field. You know, what type of hangers they use can, can vary what other reinforcement they might need. So what SPIDA has tried to do is do testing that will show that we can use various gauges and still use it on various pressure systems. Um, whether you use a sheet metal flange connection or if you use an angle ring connection, if you use tie rods, if you use trapeze hangers every six feet, or, you know, given all these different alternatives that we see in our industry, how it would affect the gauge of the pipe and the fittings that you're making. And with doing that, um, we've also opened the door for utilizing flat oval in negative pressure systems. And when I say flat oval, I'm talking about flat oval spiral, not long seam or not snap lock, but spiral, that spiral seam, you know, it adds value. So um, I think with the information that we've provided to SMACNA, um, which our engineering community relies on for their standards, um, I think that will open the door and, and even more so open their eyes to um, what's available. You know, you can, you can talk it till you're blue in the face, but when you've got a test report to validate what you're saying to be true, uh, it certainly takes on more meaning. Of course, and and, and uh, Spy has been working on that flat oval testing for for years. I remember talking you guys talking about it at previous meetings for a very long time. Yeah, the uh, the project grew. Um, you know, we we worked with Texas A and M. They did our testing. Um, there were three manufacturers who shared in the responsibility of shipping them products. Um, you know, they would try it with a particular negative pressure and put too much suction on it and mess up the pipe, so we'd have to send more pipe. You know, then like I say, we thought, well, what if, what if we put tie rods in it, or what if we use a, a sheet metal flange connection? You know, how will all that affect it? So the project grew, and then um, the data, you know, they, they send a tremendous amount of data back, but then it was up to someone uh, within our organization to um, accumulate that data and put it into tables. and. Um, for, for people like me who are not engineers, you know, make it in an understandable format that uh, we would know how to use the information that we were given. So um, we've made tremendous progress with that in the last, well, you, you heard all about it at the yeah, May meeting, but sure. certainly in the last six months, uh, getting that information validated. Um, as much as we were able to promote, you know, we still have other goals that we would like to do, more testing that we would like to do. And so um, we're already starting to work about how we can uh, possibly raise the funds or the support to do that. Hopefully the next project won't take as long as uh, phase one did, but uh, we've, we've certainly learned along the way. But, um, you know, that will probably be our next step in continuing to promote flat oval spiral duct as well as rail. A few weeks ago, you had a, a meeting in, in Portland, Oregon, that I was uh, fortunate enough to, to join you for. Uh, tell our listeners a little bit about it and what was accomplished uh, there. Um, Portland, which turned out to be a great meeting. We haven't had a SPIDA meeting on the West Coast in a very long time. Uh, SPIDA has certainly um, been successful over the last few years in increasing their membership. 
and a lot of those members were on the West Coast or Central United States and West, and if we would have meetings on the East Coast, it just kind of made it prohibitive for them to always attend the meetings. So we tried, decided to try one in Portland, and um, not only did our East Coast members attend that meeting, but we had six new members to, to join that meeting, uh, I think four of which were from the West Coast. And um, with that, we had great speakers, great interaction, um, the flat over test reports. We had a, John Manville did a seminar on uh, installation. We had an excellent speaker, um, uh, Greg Bell, who spoke on watering the bamboo and uh, just encouraging us to keep working on those tasks. You know, you don't always see results the next day or the next morning. It takes uh, consistent watering and uh, nurturing of those goals. The flat over test report was one of those things that we could certainly relate to as he was speaking. But uh, we're trying to keep our programs uh, not only with the technical information of Spiral Doug, because that's you know that's what we're all there for. We, we want to leave with some knowledge, but you know if we can leave with um, some motivation, you know how we can uh, keep ourselves motivated, how we can allocate. Um, our time best, be it with our families or our work or other things that we have going on, and then passing on that same motivation to the people that work in each of our organizations. Uh, I, like I said, I'm sales manager here at Hamlin Sheet Metal, and I have um, an estimating staff that, you know, they just work themselves to death every day, um, getting those bids out, getting those revisions done, and meeting those timelines that are so critical, you know. And um, I know that I came back, I read the book, and I've been taking a chapter at the time and you know, communicating that to myself, staff, trying to keep them encouraged to, you know, we may not win them all today, but if we keep turning out good pricing and doing it on time and doing it right, you know, it's all going to come back. And so um, we're using that book and the things that Greg talked about, you know, in each of our departments to uh, motivate our people make them truly feel like a part of the team. Um, for people like me who are in sales, um, you know, it's pretty easy to talk about all the things we can do. For the people back at our shop and back in our offices who actually have to make that happen, you know, they're the ones um, catching the brunt of the work. But um, I know here at our organization and, and many others, manufacturers are really stepping up to do that. I think SPIDA members happen to be the best in the industry. Um, you know, there's a, it's easy to buy a machine. It's easy to um, make an elbow or make a reducer. Uh, but to do that consistently, to do that with the quality that, that you need, the tolerance is tight, and day in and day out in meeting the customer demand, uh, that takes that takes a first-class organization. And I think uh, that's what the members of SPIDA are trying to maintain or become. You know, we've got some manufacturers who are, who are younger companies uh, just getting started and then, you know, to have the support of the, um, the folks who sell the metal, the folks who sell the machines, the folks who sell the insulation, the sealer and all the things that I mentioned, um, you know, it's an excellent platform for them to promote their products and why we should use those. Um, I know I personally try to deal with spider members and um, we're supporting each other. We're lifting up each other's hands and, uh, you know, just trying to hear again increase the market. Um, if the market increases, my market will increase. 
I know that Spida, I, I learned when I go to your events that Spida has, a, has a, a lot of members of varying sizes, a lot of very large companies, and a lot of relatively small ones, too. Yeah, it does. Um, you know, we have large, we have small, we have um, union and non-union. We have uh, companies on the East Coast, the West Coast, and uh, but we find when we all get together and talk, we're dealing with the same issues. Um, now, the, the small company just starting out, um, you know, while he's trying to figure out what's wrong with this particular head on my spiral machine, you know, some of us that's been around 65 years, like Hamlin Cheatman has, you know, we, we know that drill. We're on to a whole new uh, set of concerns, but uh, it's, it's just a good place to um, bounce ideas off of each other. And um, even though some of our members, you know, we compete on a daily basis, um, you know, you, you choose what you share, and um, it's it's not been a problem whatsoever. Uh, it has been a thrust just to, here again, improve the industry, get our name out to um, the engineers, get our technical data recognized by SMACNA, recognized by ASHRAE, and with that, um, we've made great success. Um, we're in the process of redoing our website. We're making it mobile-friendly and and things that will even better uh, serve engineers, contractors, people outside of the membership of SPIDA uh, to utilize the tools that are there for them. Before we started uh, taping, you, we were talking uh, about what was going on with SPIDA and what was coming up, and you mentioned that you wanted to make sure that we talked about um, what SPIDA is preparing or planning to do for, uh, for the upcoming AHR Expo in, in January, which is uh, going to be in Las Vegas. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what, what SPIDA has uh, planned? Well, as you know, um, and our listeners that have attended our meetings, our meetings have always kind of been the same. I mean, we we have a technical speaker, we have a motivational speaker. Um, you know, during our spring events, we do some social activities that gives us an opportunity to network. But um, this year at the ASHRAE meeting, that's normally a shorter meeting. We don't have all weekend. You know, we have two hours. And as you mentioned earlier, you asked me how we were doing in reaching out to the engineering community. And that's our focus now for the upcoming year. And what we're going to do um, at the January meeting, which is normally held on Sunday, uh, 12, 12.30, Sunday prior to the ASHRAE AHR show, but um, we're going to have a panel of engineers who believe in and divine around Spiral Duck. And this will give our membership and those attending the meeting um, an opportunity to ask them, you know, why do you believe you should use flat oval in this instance as opposed to rectangular? Or why do you think um, Spiral Duck is better in this application than Fabric Duck? Some of those things that we're competing against and not only will our membership be there, but we're going to be doing a mass mail-out and email blast to other engineers who, you know, we see specs every day, Mike, that are so outdated, and uh, they know that Spiral is around, and normally they'll approve it. But at the same time, um, let's get those specs changed. Let's design around it to start with. You know, we also fight the position that, you know, engineers that, that do design around Spiral Duck you know, they know the energy efficiency of it. They know the time savings in the field. 
but when a contractor gets it, because he may choose to have work for his shop, he'll ask to convert it to rectangular or something. And, uh, you know, while that's good for his shop, it's not providing as good of a total um, cost system as what the spiral duct would have been. So um, not only are we going to try to get them to design around the spiral rounded flat oval, but then hold to that spec. And, um, and I think just with the education of how much you're saving the owner in the end and how much you're saving the contractor in the field, um, I think we will, um, again, be successful with that. But I think it's going to be interesting uh, just as opposed to having a speaker get up and talk about his product or um, you know, his area of interest. We plan to have three or four engineers on the panel, and anyone on the in the room can ask their questions and uh, see how those folks respond. And you know, it might be interesting seeing how an engineer from uh, North Carolina versus one from California might respond to that you know, climate and other conditions that may affect their answers. But um, so I think that'll be a lot of fun and uh, provide some energy. You know, Ashray's in Vegas this year. Um, so we wanted to do something unique, and um, I think this is going to provide an excellent format for, for information as well as pulling in more of our engineering community. Well, I was just, while you were talking about that, I just checked my calendar, and I think that's going to be January 29th, 2017, if my calendar is accurate. So everybody that's listening can that's mark correct. their calendars for that. Yes, and it, you know, it'll be at the convention center in a meeting room there, so it's easily accessible. And I like to say, normally we have lunch about 12 o'clock and uh, start the meeting about 1, but uh, there will certainly be information posted on our website, www.spida.org, uh, as time draws near. Um, and we would strongly encourage you to get on our mailing list, get on our email list. Um, consider joining SPIDA. Um, you know, even you don't have to be a manufacturer to be a member. You know, you can, you can be an engineer and be a member. And to sit in the room with these people who are uh, fabricating this stuff every day and, and knowing all the ins and outs of the uh, systems and the equipment, um, you know, how much value would that add to what you do? So um, we're always looking for um, new members. Um, and like I say, I think the January meeting is going to be a fun time to, to hear the, not only the questions but the responses from our, from our engineering panel. I look forward to it. If anyone has uh, wants more information about Spida, um, you mentioned the website www.spida.org. Uh, I also see there's a phone number on the website. Uh, is that the best one to call? It is. It okay. is. Um, you know, we we work with a group there who will answer just your your questions about about Spida and, and what all we have. But then we also uh, they can direct you if you have a technical question. They can direct you. Um, you can email in that question, and you can get technical responses um, to your questions as well. So, you know, we're there to to answer the public's questions and uh, as it relates to spiraled up, and I'll lead you in the right direction in that regard. And and that phone number is area code 803-732-5818 for, uh, to reach the Spiral Duct Manufacturers Association. Robin, that's all my questions. Is there anything else you wanted to mention? I'm good, Mike. Um, again, we certainly appreciate all that SNPs has done. I think uh, our publications uh, committee is working with Mike now on a two-page spread that should be coming up in a upcoming edition of SNPs that will talk more about the Portland meeting, the flat oval testing, and 
uh, some of the things Spida is doing. So hopefully your listeners will be watching for that uh, that edition to come out and uh, you can get even more information on Spida and uh, plan to join us in January. All right, absolutely. I am working uh, with you guys on that right now. So, again, Robin, thank you so much for taking a few minutes to talk to me today. Thank you, Mike. Thank you for listening to this month's podcast. I'm Snips Editor Michael McConnell.